Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. You guys are having a terrific day today so far, and be sure if you need anything to check out the website at healthmasters.com. told you all yesterday to vote for what you wanted to see win on product of the week and the N-acetylcysteine, the NAC formula. One by a landslide, which wasn't a surprise, incredibly good formula. That will be going on sale today as product of the week, so be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. I went over it briefly, and you can read more of it on the website. Extremely good for detoxifying the body from environmental toxins and pollutants. Also very good for healthy respiratory function, so that will be on the website today on sale. Be sure to check it out. And one of the first things I wanted to cover here is a health topic that I saw from a new study out of the Journal of Physiology. This is very interesting. It ties back into what we bring up on the show a lot when it comes to really, really bad junk food and high-fat, high-sugar junk food specifically. And they show here in this study that eating junk food with high-fat and high-sugar actually starts to rewire your brain and can reduce your ability to regulate appetite and regulate calorie consumption. This also comes into play with the high-fructose corn syrup continually increasing ghrelin which causes you to be hungry. That's why if you've ever noticed, if you eat junk food sometimes and it has high fructose corn syrup, which normally you wouldn't be eating that knowingly, but if you do, you notice you'll eat it and you're never really satisfied. You're constantly hungry. Even though you may eat 500, 1,000 calories of junk food, you get done, you still want more. That's the MSG and the high fructose corn syrup. And it goes into detail in this article. And the researchers wanted to find how they could, of course, develop an anti-obesity pill that targets neurons in the brain. That's what the entire study was about as far as trying to figure out a drug. But what's interesting is the research, though, was very real on how it rewires. According to the data from the animal studies, cells called astrocytes control a chemical pathway to the gut. And the study shows that continuously consuming fatty, sugary junk foods disrupts this critical link. Dr. Christine Browning, the study's lead author from Penn State College of Medicine, explained that the calorie intake seems to be regulated in short term by the astrocytes. Following high fat, high calorie, high sugar, at least three to five days has the greatest effect on astrocytes and triggers the normal signaling pathway to control the stomach. Eventually, the astrocytes seem to desensitize to high fat food. She added that following a high-fat, high-calorie diet for over 10 to 14 days, the astrocytes fail to react, and the brain's ability to regulate caloric intake is completely lost, disrupting the signal to the stomach, delaying how it empties, and regulating hunger. This is exactly what you see with a lot of individuals that get in this chronic obesity circle where they're eating thousands and thousands of calories in a meal, and they continually do it every single day actually messes up the gut-brain connection. So it's why, this is why it's very important. I've told people this. If you ever are going to eat junk food or you know whatever it may be, I don't recommend it, but if you are, make sure it is not on a regular basis. That's why I always try to adhere to the 80-20 rule, 80% clean, 20% you know, maybe not so clean. That's really important because what it does is if you're eating clean, say three, four, five days a week, and then on the weekend, you may go out to dinner with your wife or your friends, or you have, you know, some ice cream or something. 
it's not that bad and your body can process it and metabolize it fairly easy and continues to handle it. When you start eating that food on a daily basis, especially multiple times a day, it becomes not only extremely addictive, but it disrupts the pathway so your body actually doesn't even realize it's full and you start eating thousands of calories in one sitting. And this is where you start running into the portion control issues that you see in a lot of obese individuals where they can sit down and eat five, six, seven thousand calories in one meal and they do it multiple times a day. So I thought the study was interesting and explained a little bit further the gut-brain connection and how important it is. That's another reason why it's so important to stay away from the heavy chemical-laden foods that are just loaded with MSG and the high-fructose corn syrup. So something I thought I would throw out there this morning. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, the United Kingdom – if you guys were wondering what they were planning on doing with this new green energy deal and zero emissions and all the nonsense that they keep telling everybody you need to do for the safety of the planet, the United Kingdom has launched a new program to essentially manipulate people into accepting a net zero society as the solution to so-called climate change. The Behavioral Insight Team, the BIT as it is called, was launched by the UK government in 2021 and has eventually been taken over by Nesta. Nesta is a self-described independent charity focused on innovation, allegedly. Nesta just put out a guide outlining the techniques that need to be used to psychologically provoke the general public into accepting the new normal to fight global warming, all the way from greenhouse gas emissions and all the other things they continue to tell you all the time. They want to push societal transformation. That's actually one of the terms they use, societal transformation and changing behavior into climate-friendly behavior. And what's interesting about this is one of the things that they said they want to start doing is using, uh, you guessed it, smartphone apps to remind you as an example to be a better person, so to speak. They want you to eat less food, specifically less meat. They also want you to use more plant-based soy items. They also want you to be social about your green energy and what you do and post it and then want to start incentivizing people for distributing and continually posting stuff about you're being green, you're being climate friendly and actually have reminders on people's phones to tell them what to eat, what not to eat, when to go, how to plan your vacation to reduce your travel, to reduce your vehicle usage. Every single aspect of your life, they want to start monitoring and controlling. And so if people didn't think this was real that we've talked about, the BIT, this Behavioral Insight Team in the UK, they've made it very clear now what their overall goal is and how they want to manipulate the general public to essentially allow their lives to be continually monitored and dictated over by the, who I should say, um, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, so to speak. So these are things to be aware of and another reason why it's so important to make sure you reduce screen time on phones, on social media, and continue to get real truth that you can make a real decision on. Because remember, when people start telling you how to think and what to think, it is no longer freedom of, as far as an aspect of free will. They are now trying to dictate and control what you do. That's why I continually tell people you need to make your own decision on this. Here's the information. Here's the data. Here's the truth. You make your own decision. Come to your own conclusion on it. And this is why the mainstream media has become so polluted now with all of the uh, interference with Pfizer and all these other manipulative companies and pharmaceutical companies because they continually push things subconsciously and subliminally in the media to make you think things and push you in a certain direction like, hey, 
we need to stare at the sky for the next week because there's an alleged spy balloon that's floating over the whole United States. Let's not talk about Pfizer and, you know, directed evolution with mutating viruses or any of the other things that are going on. Let's make sure we stare up at the sky and don't talk about what's really happening. So, again, another reason why it's so important to get the truth out there and continually encourage your friends to do the same. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, FedEx is now announcing its end of the same-day city delivery service that it's had for over a decade. This is what what used to be one of the fastest local shipping options in major cities. It it was in 1,800 cities and 30 commercial markets, and essentially you could do same-day shipping delivery in major cities. So FedEx would pick up somewhere like a vehicle part and deliver it to a dealership or another shop the same day. FedEx has now scrapped this and said that they are now terminating the service and that they are focusing on more other areas for opportunities of growth. This goes back into what I told you guys last week. Amazon is starting to get ready and posturing to become the global center of shipping. This is why they have fleets of Boeing 777s. This is why BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard are the top three shareholders. Combined total of $161 billion in shares that they hold. Those three, just those three, $161 billion in shares. Amazon is not being pushed as heavily by these equity firms and holding this many shares because they think Amazon is going down. They want to consolidate and bring in one single individual company that can be manipulated and controlled very easily. Because remember, once you start allowing one single company to handle shipping, to handle products, to handle advertisement, to handle distribution, to handle storage, everything – They can pick and choose what goes for sale and what doesn't go for sale. This is why I've continually thanked my customers and encouraged you, please continually buy from companies local. And thank you for supporting us locally and going on our website and supporting healthmasters.com because Amazon is not what people think it is. They're getting ready and posturing to be a global retail monopoly, and this is why they've expanded so much in the last three to five years to the point now where there are four major Amazon warehouses within a 20-mile range of where I'm at right now, four of them that I know of specifically that have popped up over the last two years. They now have more centers in the area than UPS does. That should give you an idea of what they're getting ready to do. So again, please, when you get the opportunity, consider shopping local or buying from companies online that you know you can buy from directly that are going to support your thoughts and your directions and your goals as well. And thank you again for supporting Health Masters. Dad, how are you doing this morning? Uh, awesome. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I had a great night's sleep. Feel good. The weather down here is, again, stunningly beautiful as always. Well, I can't say as always. as It's probably 90, 95% of the time. And so I'm doing really well. I've got a, a lot of news stories to talk to you about today. and you know, But I want to start off with one, one thing real quick. I've got a friend of mine. He's from Switzerland, and he's been staying with me for a couple of days down here in central Florida. And he told me this morning, he said he met with a group of people, invested group over in Switzerland, over in Geneva, and they were working with another group you know, based here in the United States. And they are basically putting together a full-blown AI protocol to implement an AI in, in implementation globally. And I looked at him, I kind of laughed, and I said, well, they've been working on that for a long time. And he said, well, Teddy, you don't understand what they're doing. I said, oh, yeah, I do. And he says, well, no, what they're doing is he says he's a, he said he went to the Internet. And he pulled up an individual 
and he just did a search using his AI internet, using the billions of cameras apparently that are on the planet now to buy on people, the internet of things as far as the refrigerators and the you know and the dishwashers and the thermostats all spying on you and being connected into the internet of things. And he said the guy pulled up information on an individual in like 30 seconds. He knew everything. He knew the buying habits. He knew where they were going, what they were doing. They were being fully tracked all the time. And it was basically the person to become part of the basically the matrix, and they were being continually monitored. And my friend, who's a, who's a good guy, I've known him for a decade, he just said, Ted, he said, all the stuff you told me 10 years ago, you know, he said, it's, it's all true. I said, I know it is. And he goes, well, what's the exit strategy? How do you get out of this? And he said, I said, well, there is only one exit strategy, and that's Jesus Christ. Because without Jesus Christ, we don't have an exit strategy. See, the thing about it is, guys – this world is going to be taken over by this AI system, whether we want it to or not. Now, we're going to be able to slow it down a lot. We are. But the book of Revelation is very clear as what's going to happen in the end times. And Jesus was very clear when he said, in the end times, it will be as it was in the days of Noah, when every thought was evil all the time. So then I explained to him about the D-Wave computer, about being an alien to an, you know, an alter, an alter to an alien god. And the creator said that. He doesn't know how it works at absolute zero. And I started going into all the detail, and I said, God saw this happening in advance because he's on the present, and he gave us an exit strategy. Okay? Oh, death, where is that victory? Okay, there's no death, there's no victory in death anymore. You know, there's no sting anymore. We just move directly to God Almighty when we leave this planet. And the problem with it is these guys want to control our souls after we leave. It's, this is not a global enslavement for our lifetime. Let me share this with you real quick. This is a global enslavement for eternity. That's what they're trying to do with the people who die here who are part of this AI system who've given their homage to Lucifer, and it's going to be – they're going to be serving him in another dimension because remember, they're going to leave here, okay? but they're not going to be dead. They're going to go there instead of heaven with God, and God gave us Christ in his own image to allow us to be reconciled back to God Almighty in order to allow us to receive Jesus, to receive God, and go boldly to the throne of grace. That's why we can pray directly to God. If you're not a believer, you can't really do that because you don't have the ability to be seen by God as part of God's creation, as part of part of his group of Christians. It doesn't work that way. Now, you can pray, and other people can pray for you who are Christians. They can do that, but until you get convicted by the Holy Spirit, and, you know, as far as part of what you need to do because you've heard preaching from the pulpit, there's really not a whole lot you can do to try to get out of this mess you got yourself in until you accept Christ or you realize that there is a God and you repent. That's the thing that people don't get. And so when you become a child of the Most High God and you pray, the heavens open up for you. And when you have a really good relationship with God, they really open up to you because God answers your prayer. And sometimes he answers it immediately. Sometimes it's not immediately. Sometimes what's happened, I spoke to a friend of mine last night. We build a really negative environment around ourselves because of our confessions, because of the way we speak, and because of what we've done with our lives and the choices and decisions we've made. And these, and this whole environment, let's say this is like a, the world we live in has become super negative because of what we spoke and what we believed and how we've lived our life. And then you start speaking positive stuff into this negative world, and you think, well, it's going to change you know, immediately. It doesn't do that. Very, very rarely does it ever do that because you've got to live with the decisions that you made. First, let me give you an example. You're a drunk driver. You, you, you're living in a, in a lifestyle in which you're drinking and driving and drugs and all the rest of it, and you get into an accident, okay? and you basically get paralyzed or you lose an arm or whatever happens to you. And then you said, I'm not going to live like this anymore. I'm going to accept Christ. 
Well, you've already lived like that for so long now. The reality that you've established for yourself because of the words that you speak and the things that you've done and the choices that you've made is there. And so now you're either going to be paralyzed or you have an arm that's missing and you can pray all you want to pray. But unless God gives you a supernatural creative miracle, it's not going to change. But here, here's what you can do. If you haven't had some tragedy like that happen to you, you can start praying the positive prayers. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice in it. You know, my footsteps are ordered by the Lord. I have supernatural favor with men. And you start praying those types of prayers and positive affirmation using scripture, and then you create a different reality around you because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And it, you know, so we got to realize that you know, without a vision, my people perish. And so we start to change our reality. Now, sometimes, remember, this is an interlocking matrix that we're in. There's a lot of moving parts here because we've got a fractal timeline that everybody has to be involved in all of the time, which are thousands of choices that you could do any point in time that you want to do them. And I mentioned this before. I'm sitting in my office now. I like jump up on my desk. You know, I can run out the back door. I can go do push-ups. I can run and do pull-ups. I can do anything I want to do right now. It's all part of a fractal timeline. Well, all of that interlocks with everybody else's fractal timelines. So when you start changing fractal timelines for one person, you start changing fractal timelines for everybody. If you remember that one movie where Jim Carrey was going to take the place of God, if you guys remember that. Funny movie. I don't remember the name of it. And what happened, he basically pulled the moon closer to the earth because he wanted to have a prettier moon for the date he was on. And all of a sudden, all of these other things and tidal waves and all this stuff started happening all over the planet that he was unaware of that was going to happen because he wasn't aware of all of the choices that were being made at the same time. That's the fractal timeline. So when you're in a situation and you don't like where you are, and you start praying and thanking God that you're in a great situation now and that you're being blessed and that you have basically a great job and a great life and a great wife and a great husband and your kids are doing great. It takes time to create that fractal timeline to allow it to overlap properly with all the other fractal timelines that are being intersected, period. So don't get discouraged is what this whole message is about right now if you don't have an answer to prayer instantaneously. Sometimes you got yourself in such a ditch, I hate to say that, because of how you've been dealing with your life and the choices that you've made that you can't really step out of that ditch very easily. First of all, somebody's going to have to throw you some wood and you have to have a hammer and you have to have some nails and you have to build a ladder and maybe get a rope and all the other stuff. It's going to take a minute to get out of the ditch. It's like you've created a concrete sarcophagus around yourself with the words that you spoke and the things that you believe and the things that you've done and you're breathing through a straw in the sarcophagus and you're wondering why you can't get out of this mess you're in. When you start changing your speech and you start changing your prayers and you become one with the Most High God, first thing that has to happen is that sarcophagus has to be chipped away. And you have to basically find a way to break it loose through the Holy Spirit. He'll do that for you, by the way. He did it for me. And then pretty soon you get free, to get free, and then God's able to work with you and through you because of the choices you're making. That's what being a Christian is. That's what being born again is. That's what was walking in, in a lifestyle that's conducive to God. I mean if you're still running out with your friends that are going out and getting drunk – and you've got a problem with alcohol, if you still are running around with your friends and you, they're using drugs and you've got a problem with drugs, if you've still got a problem with running around with your friends and they like to pick up women who they aren't married to, all of these things happen. And if you're around that kind of information and that kind of – those kind of people, there's a high probability if you've got an issue with those types of problems, you're going to get dragged back into that again. That's why the Bible says, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, my sons and my daughters. And so God's telling you. Stay away from people that are going to drag you into a ditch because he's trying to pull you out of the ditch all of the time. All the days of your life, he's got plan A for you. The problem is once you step off of plan A, you've got to go to plan A, B. 
once you got to, then you got to go to ABC. You know, go ahead, go to. He's always, but he always adjusts the plan for you for the fractal timeline because your footsteps are ordered by the Lord. You need to continue to pray that. Very important that you understand what I'm saying this morning. So don't get discouraged if you're in a situation you don't want to be in because of choices that you've made, and suddenly you pray, and suddenly nothing changes like within 24 hours. Now I've seen it happen within minutes. I've seen that by personally, but the reality is sometimes it takes longer, especially if you've got yourself built into a concrete sarcophagus. You got to break loose out of that. So you got to be patient. You got to wait upon the Lord. You've got to realize that we do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and He's given us an exit strategy. When we leave this planet, guys, because we've accepted Christ, we don't go to the bad place. We go to the good place. And the bad place isn't for a minute. It's for eternity. The good place isn't for a minute. It's for eternity. So we have the proper exit strategy to leave this planet and realize that we can do all things through Christ and be with him for all of eternity. But those are the choices we've got to make, and we've got to make them really, 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 really fast in some cases you know, because this time that we have on this planet is coming to a screeching halt as far as from a Christian standpoint. Let me give you some of these stories today. Donald Trump is now slamming Ron DeSantis, saying that he's basically partying with high school girls, and he's grooming them by getting them drunk. Now, I don't know what to say about Trump besides I can't stand him, that he's just an absolute lowlife as far as I'm concerned. And the fact that he actually became president was all because he was running against Hillary Clinton and everybody hated Hillary. Uh, you know, Donald Trump needs to shut up. Okay, you know, if you really still believe in the Republican Party, it's totally compromised, by the way, because of Jeffrey Epstein and Mossad and CIA and MI6. Uh, you basically are kind of believing in the wrong person there as far as the Republican Party. To start with, you've got to realize you've got to believe in Jesus. He's destroying what's left of the Republican Party. Donald Trump is. He's causing massive, massive problems. Here's what he doesn't understand from an electoral standpoint. We, the people in Florida, the vast majority of us in Florida absolutely love Ron DeSantis. And if Donald Trump comes in here and starts eviscerating, he'll never carry Florida. People won't vote for him. And without Florida, he could never win the presidency, even if it was a legitimate election. It's not going to happen because of electoral votes. So Trump is just a moron. you know. And I mean he's just a moron. And we need to understand that this guy doesn't need to run for president again. He needs to step away, and the mainstream media keeps putting him on the front pages because they realize he's causing division, constant division among conservatives who still want to support him because for some reason they thought he was the messiah, which is you know really, really, really sad. By the way, about 44 to 50 million people now are going to be voting on the Super Bowl to about $15 billion, which doesn't make any sense to me. Why in the world are you going to vote on a – on a, on a, on a, on a, it's not a sport, guys. It's, it's entertainment. The winner of the Super Bowl has already been determined. So you're voting this – spending $15, $16 billion through organized crime to vote here on this game that's already fixed. I mean honestly, what are you thinking? I mean you're seriously thinking about whatever? No, it doesn't work that way. An interesting report came out by Rucker, and it said that there are several things that you can't trust on the government. And what he hears what he says, pretty much everything we're being told about Ukraine war is a lie, true. The Arizona election and many others produce results that are literally impossible. <laughs> That's true. The push for electric vehicles, vehicles actually a push to eliminate all private vehicle ownership, true. The world economy is being herded towards collapse. That's true. They shut down the economic world engine, which we coined on this show several years ago, and it's really reeling from what they've done to it. Most in government are attacking the Constitution instead of defending it true because they're being blackmailed by Jeffrey Epstein's group. Nobody in the government, not even the good guys, are going after Pfizer following the Project Veritas bombshell. Absolute fact. Governments across the world are pushing for food shortages. They'll have total control over supply and therefore the people. That's a fact. 
How about all these chicken coops that are being burned and the chickens being killed? And now we're being told not to eat eggs. And people have eggs in their backyard because they've got 10 chickens every single day. And they can maintain themselves off the eggs that they have in their backyard. But they have to get rid of those too, don't they? Yeah. Child rapes are increasing and nobody in the government is lifting a finger to stop them. That's an absolute fact. Because remember, these Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdos, uh, they want you to believe that God's a snake in a tree. And uh, they want to make people think that the uh, child sex is okay, and they're going to try to endorse pedophilia and all the other weird stuff that they say are okay in the writings and the teachings they have. And then we see, interestingly, that CBS quietly deletes a Grammy tweet saying that we are ready to worship satanic Sam Smith's performance. We are ready to worship. CBS has deleted its Grammy Awards tweet proclaiming we are ready to worship. Wow. You know, on Sunday afternoon, Sam Smith tweeted rehearsal photos for what was eventually revealed to be a fire and brimstone themed performance of his single Unholy, a collaboration with male to female transgender singer-songwriter Kim Petras. I'm not going to go into more detail with this, but this is a full-blown worship service with a transgender because remember, they're snake in a tree. Their god is called Einstoff, and Einstoff is an Aphrodite, and they believe the closest expression a human being can ever have to basically their god, the snake in a tree, who, who we would call Lucifer or Baal or Moloch or Asher or whatever – is to be of transgender. So if you're a straight guy and you go gay, you're closer at that point to the transgender God. If you're a straight guy and you go transgender, then you're emulating the behavior of the transgender God. And sadly enough, you end up in a situation where you basically become part of that group of doing all of those things. And you start to understand very, very quickly that these things are very, very evil. And it's all part of the Sabbatean Kabbalist Luciferian group of the 1666 with Sabbatean and Zivi, in which he wanted to make everything evil all the time to bring back their serpent god and resurrect that serpent god, rebuild a third temple, bring him out on the steps, and declare him God and consolidate into a one-world religion. Well, if you don't believe that, here's another article. Catholic schoolboy who was kicked out of school for saying there are only two genders is arrested. Oh, wow, this kid, the kid's a good-looking kid. 16 years old, he's wearing a hat says, Save Canada. The Catholic schoolboy who spoke out against transgenders in the school's women's bathrooms and who shared that there are only two genders has been arrested. On Sunday, with the report of the high school student at the Catholic Church and Sky Catholic School in Canada, who was suspended from his school for speaking out against transgender bathrooms and sharing his belief there's only two genders. Okay, male and female God created them, is what the word said. What's wrong with the Catholic school here? Catholic school suspends team for stating that God created two genders. You know, in Western society today, telling the truth apparently regarding human biology can have detrimental consequences. And this Catholic school suspended this singer, this teenager named Josh Alexander. Uh, he's making national news for standing up against the evil and the insanity. And then on Monday, the young boy went back to school and he was arrested. I kid you not, Fox News reports. He was reportedly arrested Monday after being suspended for protesting against transgender people in bathrooms. He said the leadership of St. Joseph's Catholic High School in Ontario told him that his continued attendance would be detrimental to the physical and mental well-being of transgender students, according to the Epic Times. The high school junior tweeted that the Ontario police arrested and charged him after he attempted to attend class in violation of exclusion order following his suspension earlier this school year. He went on to tweet, I've just been arrested and charged at my Catholic high school for attending class after being excluded by indicating my intent to adhere to my religious beliefs in a Christian Catholic school. Guys, the Catholic Church has been compromised at the highest levels, period. This is what's happened. You know what happened with Vatican II. It happened when the Masonic Lodges got into the Catholic Church to run the money through Operation Gladio, Operation Condor, through the Vatican Bank. And they put masons in high levels of the Catholic Church because they could keep a secret and they could run the money uninterrupted from the CIA and from the sale of narcotics. 
That's what happened. Read the book Operation Gladio, the unholy alliance between the CIA, the Vatican, and the mafia. It'll get your attention. It'll snap you tight really, really fast. But here's the problem, isn't it? Now the Catholic Church is compromised. They're throwing kids out for saying there's only two genders and having them arrested when they come back to school. But let's not forget about the Protestant churches. Now, there are some good Protestant churches. I'm going to say this. There are some good preachers out there, and a lot of them have contacted me personally, and they're actually, actually out there preaching the truth, and they're talking about the blood of Jesus. They're talking about repentance. They're talking against transgender ideology. They're talking against all of this stuff from the pulpit. These are good preachers and good pastors and good churches, period. It's not all of them. And there's some good Catholic priests out there that are telling the truth, and there's some good Lutheran priests out there that are telling the truth. But the reality is the vast majority are not, well over 90, probably 95 percent, are maintaining political correctness because the Protestant churches were also compromised with the Johnson Amendment. The Protestant churches were also compromised with the big tent ministries that started in the 30s and the 40s or started preaching these guys and pushing these guys who were giant 33-degree Masons who were coming in to divide Christianity with the name and claim and blab it, grab it gospels. And the churches now who have pastors who have multiple mansions and multiple jets and multiple homes all over the world and who bring in hundreds of millions of dollars a year tax-free, who continue to preach the woke agenda and the transgender agenda and the gay agenda. Basically, maybe they're not promoting it from the pulpit, but they're not trying to exclude it and talk about it as the problem from the pulpit. So as far as I'm concerned, for those who know the truth and they don't do it, for them it's a sin. Years ago, I had a a couple – I was teaching a class at Carpenter's Home Churches back in the 80s, 30 years ago, and I taught a health class there for five years. And I had thousands and thousands, almost 5,000 people come through the health class in five years. Huge success for the church, huge success for my company, huge success for my, my, uh, my, my clinic. It, it worked out well for everybody. Everybody benefited from this. And then what was interesting, I had a couple that had been coming for about six months, and they were coming to the lectures. And finally, I see them in the parking lot one day, and I hadn't seen them in a while. It's, a, it's my, at my, at my seminar. And I said, where have you guys been? And they said, oh, well, we decided not to come anymore. And I'm like, well, why not? And they said, well, forever, when you know something is true and you don't do it for that, for you, it's a sin. So it's easier for us just to pretend like we didn't know so we could do what we were doing and it wouldn't be a sin to us. That's some twisted reasoning, okay? So they'd rather have sin in their lives rather than know the truth. I talked about this yesterday. Light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. When Jesus came, he came to give us life and give us life in abundantly, and he wanted us to realize that you know, there's certain rules and restrictions and obligations and things that we need to do as Christians. And above all, we got to realize that we are saved by grace through faith through the lordship of our Jesus Christ. If we accept him, we have the ability then to come directly to the throne room of God and be one with God in a blood covenant with Jesus. But you know, they don't want to know the truth about all the other things, do they, because it will make them be convicted. Guys, listen to me. Don't be like that. Realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day the Lord hath made. But there are certain things as Christians we're supposed to do and certain things as Christians we're not supposed to do. And let's do the best we can to obey those rules and those regulations. And if we do fail and we do fall short, then we got to remember this, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we're saved by faith through grace and that God is there to stand in the gap for us with Jesus so that even when we do make a mistake and we do sin and we do something wrong, we're still saved by faith through grace, not by works. Always remember that. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy? And what's your next story? That was an excellent info, and you're 100% accurate about that. And this is one of the reasons why it is such a requirement, especially for Christian parents, to be directly involved in what their, especially young children, are being continually taught and exposed to right now. And we've seen that over the last couple of years very directly, that there is no doubt about it a very, very, very aggressive push to control the hearts and minds of the young children. 
I mean, that Grammy thing, I didn't even watch it. I just read some articles on it and a couple little short videos. I didn't even, I didn't even want to put that filth in my head. The very fact that that was on national television on the Grammy Awards that ironically was sponsored by Pfizer, if that doesn't get everybody's attention on who's running the show behind the scenes and what they're wanting to get people desensitized to, because remember, everything they put out in the media, everything they put out in the media is designed to test and base algorithms on what people are willing to accept, how much propaganda they will take, and how much they can be manipulated. This is why you constantly saw from the 80s and 90s on television and TV shows, overall shows were fairly clean. You know, I mean, you had stuff here and there, some bad movies occasionally, but overall, the stuff was moderately clean. And then slowly but surely, the television became more and more polluted with sitcoms and shows that just pushed the boundaries to the point now where we had that complete satanic filth on the Grammys last night. You know, how many children were exposed to that? I mean, it's on YouTube. It's all over line. But of course, of course, it's not restricted. It doesn't have any type of age bracket restriction on it. It doesn't have any type of warning or disclosure on what they're putting on there. But yet you get a Christian YouTube show that talks about repentance or you talk about a Canadian 16-year-old bringing up the fact that a Catholic school that there's only two genders and that ironic and the ironic part about that, when dad was saying that story earlier and then he got, the kid got suspended and then got arrested essentially for coming back to school. The ironic part about that is, is what are the real true definitive percentage numbers of tranny kids at that school, that Catholic school? I mean that sincerely. What, what's the real, we talking one percent we're talking three percent we're talking five percent we're talking ten percent i mean statistical probability i don't see any higher than five to ten percent at the maximum i mean you may have some that are confused and other things but actual true transgender teenagers i highly doubt it's personally it's more than one or two percent so you are making somebody have to silence themselves and make an entire school pander to a few minor percent because you don't want to offend them because they're in a state of psychological denial because they're dealing with gender dysphoria. When did it become normal in society to pander to mentally disabled individuals' ideas and thoughts? And I mean that sincerely. Obviously, if somebody's having a mental issue, they're having a problem or disorder, it's required and it should be a society to try to help them, to try to bring more light to what's going on, to support them, to help get them aid. But it's not part of societal requirements to go on with their fantasy and increase their moronic idea of what they think is normal because they've been told by the mainstream media, oh, it's okay to be this gender, that gender, 70 different genders. Oh, so it's okay. No, that's called being delusional. They're, they're in a state of delusion, and it's required that somebody helps them out and helps support and get them help not to pander them and go along with their psychological delusion. This is the most bizarre thing I've ever watched happen. But of course we know exactly why it's occurring and dad just brought it up and it's to continually bring out this perverted ideology to where it's completely normal. Look at what has happened over the years and how far Disney has fallen and the filth and the absolute nonsense that they put out. The other day, somebody sent me a link. There's some show out there called The The Proud Family, and they did this whole song skit on this TV show. It's on Disney+, and it's this black family that's a cartoon, 
And they did this whole video about how America was built on racism and America was built on slavery and everybody that was basically have slave ancestors need to have reparations paid to them. I mean there was no logic or actual legitimate reasoning behind it. It was just pure racial propaganda. But the crazy part about it was, guys, it was on a cartoon TV show that's geared to 7 to 12-year-olds on Disney+. And it was bizarre. I watched the, the, the little part of it, little clip, and I was like, this is insanity. But again, this is what they've been doing, and this is what they continue to do. And there's a reason why you've got BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street where they own, you know, what is it, I think in aggregate, almost $25, $30 billion of Disney. It's, again, the agenda, and this is what you start to see when you actually dig down and do your own research. For example, too, this is interesting on more topics of things you can't say because they're forbidden because people don't want to uh, – I guess they're not allowed to talk about who's running the show. Joe Rogan is being slammed now because he defended Representative Omar from a tweet she said, which you know she's Muslim, which whatever. I don't support or really agree with anything she says. However, she did make a comment, a tweet a while back that she got blasted for and had to apologize when referring to the U.S. political leadership that is driven by Jewish megadonors. And she stated it was all about the Benjamins baby, referring to cash. And she said it's stunning how much U.S. political leadership spends defending a foreign nation that's not the United States. And Joe Rogan on Tuesday made a comment and said, this isn't anything abnormal, what she said. He goes, the idea that Jewish people are not into money is ridiculous. It's like saying Italians aren't into pizza. This is just ludicrous. And he was joking about it, And but he wasn't wrong. There's a lot of people that know that industry and that culture is very based on money changing and money lending. You can go back from a biblical standpoint and clarify that. I talked about that in John chapter 8 with the Pharisees who were the money changers and the money lenders and the tax collectors and what they were involved in. And the crazy part about this is now the ADL CEO, Jonathan Greenplatt, wrote an absolutely horrendous article that basically said that Joe Rogan needs to shut up and be censored and he cannot say these things. He said, disturbing that at a time of rising anti-Jewish violence, when growing number of Americans believe in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, Joe Rogan would use his platform to spew such anti-Semitic tropes about Jewish people and money. For centuries, people have used these long-standing tropes to spread vicious lies and violence. This is not a joke. This is not funny, Joe Rogan. Now, I've heard some absolutely horrific jokes from people about Christians. I've heard horrific jokes about every other segment of the population. But isn't it ironic where you can't make a comment about somebody in money, and yet suddenly it's verboten? You can't say it. You need to be censored. This is what the entire politically correct woke agenda is trying to push all across the platform. You can't say this because we said you can't say it. You can't say this because it's going to offend somebody. You're not allowed to do this because we said so. It's all about control and dominance of what people can say, do, and think. And quite frankly, it's very un-American. And the ironic fact that this ADL CEO, this guy, I mean, this guy's a complete and total moron. Everything he says is constant race baiting, anger, just everything he says is just stupid. But again, just clearly put Find out who you can't talk about, and you find out who runs the show behind the scenes. Just 
always remember that. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. I saw an article here, and Dad's probably going to touch base, and I'm going to bring it up shortly, and I'm going to have him touch base on it. There's been this constant back and forth between what's going on with Disney and what's been going on with the state of Florida and DeSantis, and it appears now that Disney's government in Florida, because you know they're their own government entity, they're like an island, and they're supposed to have Reedy Creek dissolved in 2023, uh, June 2023, but it's been a huge legal battle back and forth, and apparently a new bill was released this week that puts the Entertainment Giants district firmly in control of Florida's governor and legislative leadership, and what some see as a punishment to Disney, which quite frankly, it should have been like this years ago. And uh, Disney's not going to be in full control. I guess this is something they're trying to do to balance out the dissolution of Reedy Creek and property taxes and power and control and how much expansion this industry and this company can do, considering the fact they literally are their own island. And I didn't even know this. They legally, currently right now, have the ability to put in a nuclear power plant without any state approval. I did not know that. They can also put in an airport without approval because they're essentially their own government and they haven't maintained their own infrastructure. So this is going to be something very interesting to see. Disney's not going to go down without a fight considering how much BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard owns of them. And uh, Disney for the longest time has just been completely out of control with what they do and their oversight from the state of florida has been minimal at best and so we're going to see what's happened with this did you see that article earlier dad with disney and desantis i did and the thing about it is is that's what i'm saying to the people that are in the state of florida i'm saying this is donald trump too because i'm sure that his people are listening to the show anyhow i hope he'll be able to get some information from us that's accurate you go after DeSantis, you're going against all the patriots in the state of Florida that put DeSantis in by a landslide victory, and people have had enough of Trump's mouth. And so DeSantis is doing what he can to basically take away the self-governing rights of Reedy Creek. Apparently there were some different things that have happened here as far as trying to dissolve Reedy Creek, but now he's trying to take the self-governing rights away, which I really like, which means he's going to put an independent board in, not put by put in by Disney executives in order to control Reedy Creek and not let them have eminent domain and just take land and do what they want to do and just destroy everything they want to destroy and not worry about you know the wetlands or anything else in Florida. He wants to stop all of that. And uh, I think I think DeSantis is making a good move with this because Disney is one of the most wicked, 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 wicked organizations in the world, and it has been for a very, very long time. I've not been there in years and years and years, and uh, the last few times I went there it was a mess. It was a disaster. It was an awful experience, and I would never recommend that anybody goes there and spend you know ten thousand dollars for a one week vacation. Heck, take your family on a doggone cruise ship other than Disney. If you want to go on a one-week vacation, it be a lot less money than that. You'll see some other places and be some other cities and countries and everything else and not spend all your money with a rat of Orlando, which we call Mickey Mouse is the rat, and just stay away from that mess. And uh, they've already destroyed the traffic in Central Florida. It's just absolutely an abomination when you get by Disney. It just stops, and sometimes you have a 30-, 40-minute delay and it does that every single day now on I-4. We call it the I-4 you know, death corridor because of Disney, the I-4 parking lot because of Disney. And so none of us here are really happy about Disney being, even being here anymore. And quite frankly, I wish, I wish that Disney World would have never come to Florida, period. It has completely and totally just destroyed our state because of the massive amount of tourism that's brought in and the amount, amount, massive amount of people that have come to see Disney World that have come here and basically destroyed our culture. Remember Disney, what is I think, 
this is this is my guess. Now I've read this before, but I have not seen the actual statistics on it. Seventy, probably seventy percent of the employees at Disney are either gay or bi or bi or transgender or whatever, and they they basically flaunt that with their gay days and all the other things they have. I remember years ago I was there and I was walking through the park and all of our kids were little. I think they were like four, six, and eight, and they were basically a. Um, there's two of these these gay guys. They were working in Disney uniforms. They were doing their gay talk beside each other, and they were like flirting with each other. And they were employees of Disney. And my kids walked by and kind of gave them the one look and said, "What the heck, Dad?" So I said, told Sharon, I said, "Go over to the Country Bear Jamboree for a second. I got to have a little chit chat with these two boys." And I told them, I said, "What's wrong with you two? And they said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Why do you have to do the queer talk?" And they looked at me kind of funny. And I said, "They said, what do you mean?" You know, I said, "The queer talk. You don't have to act like that. You don't have to do that in front of children." Are you trying to groom my children? What are you doing? Are you trying to make them think this is okay? It's not okay. I don't like this. And I said, they said, well, you can't talk to us like that. We're calling security on you. I said, call security on me. I'll talk to them also, and I'll tell them it's not okay. I said, but in the meantime, I'm going to Country Bear Jamboree if you need to find me. Have fun. Stop it. They looked at me kind of funny. Well, see, not enough guests did that, did they? Not enough guests confronted this mess, did they? Not enough churches talked about it, did they? And so now we have this 70% of the population over there supposedly – that are gay, transgender, or bi, and pretty much all of them are pro-gay and bi, except for only a few that I know. I do know a few who work there that are really good people. I mean, good friends of mine, actually. I mean, they're like, they're like brothers and sisters in Christ. I mean, they're great people. But the reality is, is that the vast majority of that entire organization is basically corrupt. And why do you want to spend $10,000 to go there for a week and stay in the heat and stand in long lines and be subjected to the transgender ideology and the grooming of your children there? Hmm? Just asking you that. Why are you paying for that? Uh, just a heads up. By the way, Paul Crock Roberts, he wrote some really good articles today. And he was talking about all the different hoaxes that the government's done, and, and you know all of this. And, you know, it just, you just, it's just, it's really, really good. And then he was talking about this, this balloon thing that basically that came over that said that had no really no problems with weather balloons supposedly. But he did say one thing. He says, try to think about something the government has told you and told you the truth about the Tonkin Gulf of Tonkin. In which you know we had one of our ships attacked by the Vietnamese, which was a total complete lie. It was, it was just to get us into the into the Vietnamese war. Gulf of Tonkin never happened, by the way. If you don't know, if you're not aware of that, uh, why don't we talk about the sacrificing of Liberty, the spy ship off the coast of Egypt that was shot five thousand times by Israeli special forces and the Israeli military and the Israeli Air Force, and finally they got a a a, 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 a message out for SOS. They put one of their antennas back up. And so the Israeli Air Force was attacking them, and then the, then the attack stopped, trying to sink the ship 5,000 rounds. We'll, we'll talk about that, but we, there's nothing to see here move on, trying to start World War III just with Egypt. Just thought I'd mention that one. Why don't we talk about Ruby Ridge hmm? or Waco or the Oklahoma City bombing or 9-11 and all of the articles and all of the emails and all of the shows that have been put up about what happened with that? And let's, 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 let's not forget about Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction. When he basically was found to have no weapons of mass destruction, they found him hiding in a foxhole, apparently, and they turned him over to the Iraqis, and they hanged him. They did. They, they hanged him by the neck until he was dead. So you think, well, he didn't do anything wrong. He had no weapons of mass destruction. That's right. Well, why do we do that? Well, it's because we need to put a central bank in Iraq with Wolfowitz because the central bankers run our government and have done so for a long, long time through blackmail and bribery and through basically putting people on videotape with little kids. And why don't we talk about Jeffrey Epstein for a second when we're talking about all this stuff? And why don't we ask, why don't we have a list of the thousand people that were compromised who raped those little kids? We know who they are. We have videotapes showing who they are. It's all very, very well documented. Why were we not told that? You know, Hunter Biden now has his laptop of his rapes and all the crazy stuff that he was done. 
he was doing, and now he's trying to suppress the evidence, saying that it was, you know, admitted basically illegally, and so all the evidence has to be suppressed. And he's come out now and, and boldly, you know, boldly and gleefully expressed the stuff's real, but you can't use it against me. Blah blah blah. But let's, let's pretend like that didn't happen too. Uh, why don't we talk about Assad's use of chemical weapons? <laughs> it simply didn't happen. Didn't happen. How about Gaddafi? He basically kept people from coming into Europe because he ran his country, you know, with complete and total control and had one of the highest standards of living in Africa. But, of course, they had to take him out, too, and open up the floodgates. And he warned us if you, if you took him out that the, the immigrants were going to pour into Europe by the millions, and they did. Well, I was talking about Russiagate. That was a complete and total lie. How about the January 6th insurrection that never happened? All this is all government propaganda. The COVID, the actual bioweapon release, you know, it was bad. It was real bad. But, you know, they don't want to tell us it was a bioweapon release. They don't want to do that. And then they forced the COVID vaccine on us as being just, just causing so many people to have so many health problems all over the place. I spoke to a, two more people this week, one whose eyelid has started drooping, another one who's been having heart issues and heart palpitations now. Both of them took the shot and one of them took the booster. How about Ukraine? The the cross-dressing, leather-wearing, high-heel-wearing you know, Zelensky, who is a complete and total pervert, who's made billions of dollars now buying huge homes and mansions in the United States from all of the money laundering that was being done in Ukraine. But that's that's because we're trying to protect democracy, right? How about the Malaysian airliner? Find out any of this stuff that I've talked about, any of this right now, that's the truth. It's, it's crazy. And all of this stuff, all these government lies that, that are parroted by the prostitutes, the people that are controlled by BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, who control the media, who control medicine, who control the law schools, who control the colleges, who control the universities, who control 90% of the stock market. They're designed to advance the secret agendas of these organizations. The people in the United States have been so brainwashed with lies, they just go along with the propaganda, with the agendas, because they don't know any better, because they've been dumbed down with the fluoride and the antidepressants and all the other drugs. That way, the U.S. government continue to function with lies. That's all it wants to do. There's no longer an American media that's independent. There's alt media, about 5% of us, that's about right, that are independent. The other 95% of alt media is compromised. When have you ever heard any other alt media talk about the stuff I've talked about on just this show today? Just this show about the rebuilding of a third temple. How about that one? Or Mossad or Jeffrey Epstein or the thousand people that was covered a few years ago, but they don't talk about that anymore. They don't talk about any of that stuff. Or about the Kabbalah or the Luciferians, or the stuff they're doing in the, the stupid Grammy Awards show the other night. We explained to you why they do what they do. Who's, who else have you heard talk about that? We're trying to tell you guys the truth, and you guys know that too. You know, this is, this is complete an indoctrination ministry brought to us by the federal government. Only the official narratives matter. Anything else is misinformation according to them. So when I tell you the truth, like I did my friend who came over from Switzerland to visit me, 10 years ago he looked at me like a calf in a new gate. A calf in a new gate. Like, what the heck are you talking about? He was about 25 years old, and now he's 35, and he brings to me this stuff about AI. He starts talking to me about it. He starts telling me about how bad it is and what they're doing and how they're going to be controlling us. And he says, Ted, he goes, if this is in the right hands, it'll be okay. If it goes in the wrong hands, it's going to be awful. They're going to enslave everybody. And I said, that's beyond enslavement, bud. It's about social indoctrination and putting brain chips into our heads and making us part of a hive mind through a D-wave computer that's the altar of this alien god, which is, of course, Lucifer that – call him Einsoff, of course, and they don't really call him Lucifer. When we do that, they laugh at us. They think that it's silly that we do that because his name's Einsoff to them. The 200,000 so, 200, or so, these hardcore Kabbalists that are running the planet, running the media, and doing everything behind the scenes, behind the curtain like the Wizard of Oz, the scum that they are. They refuse to come out to the open. They do their things at night and their rituals and their satanic 
rituals and their sacrificial rituals and all the sick stuff these perverts are involved in. Look at the Grammy Awards. I can't watch that filth. If you still don't believe what I've just told you, look at the Super Bowl. Look at the filth from the Super Bowl halftime. Look at the Grammy Awards. Look at Katy Perry, who said she sold her soul to Lucifer on YouTube. Watch it. And watch her doing her witch's cauldron brew when she was being given awards. Watch what they're doing. They'll tell you what they're going to do. They'll tell you what their intent is. All you got to do is pay attention to it and not get caught up in the obfuscation of the media. Very important to take a look at what we're talking about today and realize that without Jesus, we ain't got a snowball's chance in hell of getting out of this mess, period. And I'm not cussing because hell's a place. We don't have a snowball's chance to get out of here. This is it. We got one shot at this. This is the exit strategy. And without Christ, we have no exit strategy. We have no hope for a future. We have nothing. And they know that. That's why on this show, I'm going to proclaim the name of Jesus. On this show, I'm going to talk to you about how we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And on this show, I'm going to continue to always put my listeners, you guys, in my prayer so that I can continue to pray with you guys, create a scalar energy field around us for our protection by the blood of the Lamb. That's what I'm going to do on this show. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I mean this in a way that I can't even, even express it. All the letters that you have sent me at AskDrTedB at Yahoo.com. I got some great letters yesterday it's encouraging me and Austin to stand our ground and continue to tell the truth. Because if we can't do this, guys, if we can't tell the truth on the show, I'm done. I'm out. I won't be here anymore. I'll step away. You say, well, well, Ted, are you going to be here for us to pray for us? Yes, I'm always, always going to be here to pray for you. I'm always planning on being doing the show. I'm never, I'm never planning on retiring. But you got to remember something, guys. Your hope and your faith and your future is not based on the Ted and Austin Brower show. They can take us down like they've done so many times before when they scramble our broadcast. Your hope's in Jesus. I mean, Austin and I aren't perfect. We both do things we should not do, say things we should not say. Sometimes I say some bad language on the show or sometimes I get aggravated and start yelling about certain things. I understand that we're doing the best we can. You guys understand we're doing the best we can. But our focus has to be on Jesus for he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. Guys, he's the son of God, of the most high God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he came here for you and he shed his blood for you to redeem you back to the father. That's who you keep your eyes and your focus on. Because human beings, we come and go. Jesus is forever. He's an omnipresent God. You keep your heart and your minds in him, and you pray to him every day, and you make sure he knows you and you know him. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Wow, that was excellent. Excellent info. You're 100% accurate on that, and this is why it's so important to continue to – push the truth out there. And like Dad said, I'm not, we're not going to run the show if we ever have ads or something that comes on here that says we can't do this or we can't say that. That's why we have no commercials. That's why we have no sponsors on the show. Health Masters sponsors the show. And so we thank you for that continual support of healthmasters.com. And this is why they're trying to bring in so many different cultures and ideas that don't go along with the United States Christian background. This is why they're doing everything they can to subvert the young children. I mean, look at what they've been doing with the immigration. I'm not saying people from other countries are bad by any means. The United States was built on immigration, but there's a continual push to subvert the United States' culture and pushing the illegal immigration. I saw an article earlier here, an Arizona border rancher, George Kelly, 73, he has now been arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Because he shot an illegal that was on his property, and he's very smart, 
is they said Costello, his attorney, said Kelly has made no statement to police and is represented by his attorney. Texas has reached out to the attorney for additional information but has received no press time yet. He is being charged with first-degree murder and is being arraigned. I guess he's going in his first appearance is like uh, tomorrow or something. This is nuts, guys. Now, I'm not, I don't know the situation that happened here, but first-degree murder for shooting somebody on your property that's there illegal, that they confirmed who he shot was a Mexican national who was illegal. So I'm not justifying murder, never have, never will. But what I'm saying is this. Is this what we live in the United States now where somebody's trespassing on your property doing what? I don't know. Obviously, 73-year-old George Kelly felt like he was in fear of his life or something. But yet, first-degree murder on your own property? Guys, that's a sad state of affairs for the United States to be in right now. But again, this is all about ruining the culture of the U.S. So again, keep raising little Americans. Keep getting the truth out there. Thank you so much for your support. Be sure to check out the website, thehealthmasters.com. Got a fresh batch of the vitamin C with antioxidants in. That's back on the website. What's been on the website, we got a fresh batch in right now. So be sure to check that out if you need it, along with a healthy immune system. And be sure to check out the product of the week, the N-acetylcysteine. That will be going up here shortly. I'll put that up after the show on sale right now. So thank you again for getting the truth out there. Give us a call for any type of health or nutrition needs, one 800 726 1834. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can. And again, this is why we do the show. This is why we like helping people so much because it is our duty as Americans, as patriots, to continue to get the truth out here and do the best we possibly can as standing up for it. So thank you for your support. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome evening. And we'll be back on this show again, as always, tomorrow. Thank you guys and have a wonderful night. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.